Okay, so we're continuing our conversation about the preparation for Mashiach, in particular, the preparation of Goyge Mogig. Going with the opinion that Goyge Mogig, which it says in many places, that Goyge Mogig takes place before that it's as the advent to, to, to lead to Mashiach. So uh, we were discussing a little bit about what it means uh, from a historical perspective and so on. And even though the it seems to be hapich of uh, what the Ramam tells us. The Ramam said not to speculate. The Ramam said no one knows how it's going to be until it will be. And it's not kedai to be medactic in these things because no one has any Kabbalah about it. And it doesn't lead to fear of God or, or, or love of God. And the Gemara famously says, Tipach shall that whoever make whoever calculates the kitzim when Mashiach's gonna come, their their bones should explode because they're 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 causing Yidin to to to, to lose faith. Exactly. But uh, the thing is we were quoting from Gemaris, Gemaris Mufurashis. I'm gonna go back to those Gemaris again. And this isn't uh, if it's a Gemara, a Gemara Sanhedrin Dapsadikzai and Talmud Bavli. It was recorded forever. Now, there were many kids by the G'dayli Yisrael B'chlal. Rashi has a kate, the Rambam has a kate, the Ramban has a kate. And it says in the, in the, in the, in the Holy Svarim that every kate was really mamish, the energy, Mashiach was ready to come, but it didn't work out. And it, but it expressed itself in a different way. Many times, unfortunately, expressed itself in tremendous, tremendous tragedy. You could open up a Zoyer HaKadosh. It actually says Mashiach's coming in the year Tavches. As a case. And guess what happened that year? The Holocaust the, the, uh, of, of Eastern European Jewry. A few hundred thousand Yidin were killed in the year 1648. Mamish the Kates that the Zoyer gave. So for the Yidin, it's either a Holocaust or it's the Gula. The famous Maise in the Chabad tradition. In the year Tavresh Ches, there was a Kates. And it didn't happen, so Reb Marash asked the Tzemach Tzadik, he says, what happened to the case? He says, what do you mean? Look at the title was printed. That wasn't good enough. So he told him, that was a positive expression. Exactly, you'll find different expressions. So Reb Marash famously told his father, the Tzemach Tzadik, he says, we need Mashiach Lamatim Yasser Tfachim. This is the printing of the Kutitayda. But, uh, and I do believe that the Rebbe said that the Friedrich Rebbe, or it's even clear maybe if you study it, but the Friedrich Rebbe made a case of the year Tavshin Gimel, Tavshin Dalad. The Friedrich Rebbe said the Kates Agula, the Rebbe and the Sikha put him uh, Memzai, and the Rebbe says that Kates from the Sidi Reino had given a Kates. He said, you can take it off the shelf and you can read that he gave a Kates. And, uh, and Tashen Gimel, Tashen Dalar, a Kates. And we know that those weren't the best years. 1943 and 1944, it was not the best years for Kal Yisrael in Jewish history. But that's how everything is by Yidin. It goes, it's one way or the, or the other way. But the fact is that it's a very special energy. So all those kitzim have to be studied, have to be taste. Agav, I saw Ksav Yad Kedesh, a guy, or a guy writes to the Rebbe that he doesn't believe, a guy wrote to the Rebbe that someone told him that he doesn't believe in the Friedrich Rebbe anymore. Because he was following the Friedrich Rebbe those years. Tashen Gimel, Tashen Dalad. Kates, Kates, Kates. And it didn't happen. So he's not. So the Rebbe said that if you don't believe in the Friedrich Rebbe, and the Rebbe listed 30 Rishonim. The Rebbe says you can't believe in Rashi, and the Rambam, the Ramban, and the, 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 everybody. Because all these people gave a Kates Agula. Right? Never then. Fine. But but Lamar Zemas the Gemara is Gemara is for eternity. Gemara Talmud Bavli the Gemara is Toidas Moisha Avdi for eternity for for posterity for for this is Toidas Moisha forever and ever. You can't learn this line of Gemara about when Mashiach's coming Kavayachol without uh, without making a Birchas Toida. You have to make a Bracha Birchas Toida first. Mamash Achelik of Toida. So the first Gemara was Sanhedrin Tzadik Zayin where he says Tonad Veli Yo the Academy of Yo taught Shis Alfishten Havi Alma the world will exist for six thousand years. 
2,000 years of Toyu of Chaos, 2,000 years of Toyda, and 2,000 years of Yemesa Mashiach. And like the Marshal explained, what do you mean Yemesa Mashiach? He says that that's when the, the Golos and the Tzadahs really began. This is about 170 years after the Churban. And he says from that, When it says 2,000 years of Yemesa Mashiach, it means Mashiach is Roi to come, is filling to come. In the words of the Marshal. These are the days of Chevle. Mashiach. And then the Gemara concludes over there and says, Because of our sins, we've lost the years that could have been Mashiach. Mashiach hasn't come yet. And here we are still waiting. The next Gemara was also in Tzadik Zayin, Sanhedrin. told the brother of The world will not exist for less than 85 Yevils. 50, 50 years. And then the last one, then, then David Ba. We read the whole Gemara last time. We're not going to read it again. But the Gemara concludes and says, he, he, he asked the Shaila to him, um, uh, uh, um, Rabbi Yehuda asked back to Eliyahu, this is Eliyahu Anavi. So he told, he told him back, he says, what's Pshat? Does it mean Mashiach is going to come by then? Or from then on I should start waiting for Mashiach? Kala or ain't it Kala? So he told Rabbi Ashi says, this is what he told him. Ad From that point, till that point, don't anticipate his arrival. From that point on, anticipate his arrival. So it's interesting. The chayyid of the previous gemara we just mentioned says that it's Ro'i Lovi Mashiach already from uh, already from a few hundred years before this, already from uh, the last two thousand years of the world. The the Yovel Pehe, the eighty fifth Yovel, is from the year four four forty to the year four ninety of the Common Era. Okay, so that that is the period the Gemara says. So apparently there's a, another chalukah. There's when Mashiach is roi, it's able to come, and then you should start anticipate his coming tistichile from the point of that year. He asked in that yovel itself. He asked the beginning of the yovel or the end of the yovel. He says, I don't know. I don't know. And finally, the final Gemara which uh, which we brought was that Sholech in the same blot, Sholech Rei B'Rabchanon Bar Tachlifa L'Rab Yosef. Rabchanon Bar Tachlifa sent to Rabbi Yosef. He found a Megillah written in Ashuris, and it was Ben Gizir Raimi. It was in the, in the hiding place of Raimi. And over there it said that Mashiach is going to come. I'm, I'm sorry, it said the following. It says that in the year Dalit, Allah from Rech Tzadag Alav Shon Al-Bri Yosef 4,291 years from the Bri of the world, Ha'elam Yitin, the world will end. Then the rest of the world history is defined the following. There will be a section of the world history will be wars of sea monsters, meaning wars between nations, between people. Then from, the, from a section of that world history will be the wars of Goyeg and Magig. And the rest is Yemei Shamashiach. And then he says, The doesn't renew the world until we hit the year 6,000. The son of Rava says it wasn't in the year, it wasn't like you said 4,291, it was 5,291. He says, It's interesting to note that somebody, that he's showing him who lived closer to the year 5,000, they touched it that it means the year 5,000. But the other, the Tedes and the Abar Benel, all the other Mepharshim, they say, no, 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 it's just changing the Dalar Alafim to the Chameshis Alafim. But it means Chamesh Salaf and Reish Sadeg Aleph. It means the year 1531. Um, which, by the way, just from Pashat Seichel, is more mistaber. It makes more sense. 
because to change the whole gear, so the whole different story is one thing. To say that everything was off, the Dalar Alofim was off, the Masayim was off, the Shloishim was off, the Achas, right? That's but the Shemikra, the Gemara says, no, no, you have to change it. Hey, Alofim Shana Itmar. Don't. It's not Dalar Alofim Reish Sadegalaf. Rather, it's Hey, Alofim Reish Sadegalaf. So we have three Chalukis that we have over here, right? We have the last two thousand years Yemei Samashiach. We have Elio Anavi telling Rabbi Yehuda Achud Rabbi Salo something about the year four ninety. And then we have the third Gemara, Rabbi Chanan Bar Tachlifa to Rabbi Yisif, talking about the year 531 or 1531. Okay, so, that, so the words are like, Mitzvah Yeah, it's a mitzvah to be Mazbir a Mufurashis, and especially we have hindsight 2020, we can look at history. Gabi the word of Mechashvi Kitzim, we're not being Mechashvi Kitzim, it's not a word, we're not saying a year Mashiach's coming, it's coming today, this year, we know that anyways, when Mashiach's coming. The word is we're broad, taking a broad look at history, and you'll see very, and you'll see um, uh, uh, um, what's what's going on, uh, and it's very interesting. So, firstly, the Gemara, what the Gemara says, something about something about happening in the in the 85th Yoyevil is very prophetic, right? It's a Braisel Yoyanavi tells it tells Yehuda that Pehe Yoyevilus. Why? Because what happened between the year 440 and 490? Who knows? The Roman Empire, which existed for 700 years, collapsed, right? They collapsed. The, fin- the final Roman emperor, whose name was Romulus Augustulus, he, he, was, he was deposed, he was overthrown, he, he was, he's the last king in the year 476, right? And then there was still, it's called rump states, which means that even after like an empire collapse, like the Soviet Union, you have smaller states, which still halt in Zichstark, they still hold on strong. So there was still a, a kingdom, a big kingdom of Romans. They were actually called Rex Romanurus, which means the Roman kings. It's called the kingdom of uh, Soissons. And they were finally overthrown in the year 486. In other words, Mamish, the Gemara asked, in the beginning of the Yavel or the end of the Yavel, of the year 440 to 490, and you see Mamish at the end of the Yavel, what the Gemara describes, that from that point on, start anticipating Mashiach, Right, so we, so already you see that a world history changed that uh, um, at that at that point. What happened? It was and, and it was the end of an era. You have to realize historians they call it uh, um, classical antiquity, which means the the, the ancient days. So they want to touch classical antiquity from the from the Greeks going to the Romans, and it's one period already from the year let's say 800 before the Common Era until then, until this point. But uh, but actually, we as Yidin know that the Greeks didn't start the Chochmah. The Mitzrim were much smarter than the Greeks. The Greeks were Mamshech. They stole wisdom from the Yidin, and they stole wisdom from previous empires. So Vimele, really, it's a Hamshech of world history. Come from the Mitzrim to, uh, to Ashur, to uh, Bavel, to Pares to Yavon, to Roimi. And then what happens? Pfft, collapse. Right? The Roman Empire is over. It's, a, it's, it's the end of an era of literally thousands of years of building up. And we went into something called the Dark Ages, the Middle Ages. Okay, The Middle Ages was absolute and total darkness in an unbelievable way. And the world went through an unbelievable shinu then, which gave birth to the modern era, right? which we'll get to in a second. But that's called classical antiquity. What the Gemara says that Pei Hei Shana from then on is the Gula, the Begula uh, um, begins. Now, so now... Vos made, that was one Gemara, but then there was the next Gemara which spoke about the year Dalar Alof and Reish Tzadag Aleph, which is the year 531. 531, the Roman Empire collapsed decades before that. Vos So if you study the history, it's actually very fascinating. The, 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 all the historians read in that the fact is that if you study it, it used to be, people used to think that immediately the Roman Empire collapsed and there was the Dark Ages. It didn't really work like that. It's not like nowadays. Communication took a little while. Right for the barbarians to take over, 
the total uh, uh, un- undermining of everything. So the barbarian kingdoms, the Mediterranean economy remained intact for many decades. It was a very complex cultural ca- transformation. And they actually, uh, they actually give it a name. They call it late antiquity. They have a few decades period. They call it late antiquity. In other words, the ancient world continued for a Zman running before they ran it into the Erdarain. You know, it takes a little time. And, and for some reason, the Gemara has the date 531. And the Gemara, what's the house the Gemara describe it? What are the words of the Gemara who remembers? The world will end. Okay? The Gemara says the world, that's a Yitzchak Endikin. And then, of, uh, of, uh, of preparing for the thing. Now, who took over from the, who took over that, that the Gansim Malucha essentially? In other words, the whole world moved to Europe, all this whole European world that we know of, and it's called the Franks, right? The Franks, these the Germ- Germanic tribes. It ended up becoming France and Germany, which is going to be in Aegea, because everything we're saying is going to lead into the Sikh of the Rebbe about Tsarfas, about France, and this is the Tachlis of the Gula is Dafke and Tsarfas. The fact is, the ones who overthrew the kingdom were the Franks. That was the name what they were called. And they had a bunch of small states, but then there was one very successful king in the 490s, Clovis I. And Gefir Tamachome, he himself was a Christian. Uh, he converted, his wife was a Catholic, she converted him in the, four, in the 490s. And they made a Gansa Kibush. And uh, uh, the, 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 so I was looking for, if anything happened particularly that year, 531, so it is very interesting. There was a big state in middle of them, who were didn't belong to the Meluche, who who were more pagan, which means they belong more to the thinking of the Roman Empire, because the Roman Empire, even though Kivayochle became Christian, like a, a, a few decades before the collapse, but it didn't really become Christian until this era that all the pagan tribes, the whole world, basically become the whole Western world, become Christian, become uh, believers in, uh, in, uh, in in uh, in a form of monotheism. But the vart is though that uh, there was a there was a kingdom called the Thuringians, and they were overthrown in the year 531 Mamish that year they were overthrown and they came under Frankish domination, and uh, and that's what happens. So maybe that's where the Gemara is counting from. But the Nechodesh Shabbat is that the new world began, and from this tkuf, from this Tkufanu they were ruled by the Franks. So the Franks had their 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 their, their, their dynasty of kings were mostly called Merovingians who ended up splitting 200 years later into a different dynasty, you know, from the same Ishpacha. Another group was called Carolingians, and this ended up becoming Germany, and this ended up becoming France. The two, uh, these two massive countries, and thus. Now, the Gemara says, what happens after Ha'ilam Yitim? The Gemara said that there's Melchemist Teninim, a lot of war. So again, if you start researching the Gansa Tkuf of the Middle Ages, it's fascinating. Unlike all the previous Tkufas of history under Rome, Bukhulu, there was always given Melchemist. But there was normally a state. There was a concept of a state. And in the 1500s, the concept of a state also came back. Until that point, um, uh, to quote precisely the historians, they say it was decentralized elective monarchy composed of of hundreds of subunits, kingdoms, principalities, counties, free imperial cities, and everyone's fighting each other. Basically, and everyone's uh, everyone's uh, was having loyalty to different people, and this is how the Yidden lived, mm-hmm. and how the world looked then. But it was hundreds of maluchis, and uh, and everyone was given basically de facto independence, and they and they gave loyalty to different uh, and people. It was the same thing when they ended up they ended up uh, they ended up making something they ended up calling it the Holy Roman Empire, 
which they, as if started a few hundred years after the Roman Empire ended, but that's with a pope and all of that, and this was mamish how that entire thing looked, and it was Moli Vigadish with war, and people were so illiterate, people, the kings themselves didn't even know how to write their own names. Even Muhammad, 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 Muhammad. And then it says that uh, that the Middle Ages also was decentralized feudal monarchy, and then France in the 1500s became increasingly centralized, the French language began to replace the other languages, and the monarch set down his absolute rule. So this is a tkufe, a tkufe of Zman. That, the Nakh, the Gemara goes on and says, This is really where we wanted to get to. We have to figure out what Gregor Magig is. And, and the Chayres so, Kumtachais. So there's two Eifanim you could say in the Gemara. The Gemara said that the world, that the Gemara said two Gersais, two people said different things. Is it the year 531 or 1531? Yeah? So uh, the Pashas Kamenzagin, the best Eifin to say from a historical perspective, if we're looking backwards from the year Tavshan Ayintas, is Eilu Eilu Divril Kim Chaim. Eilu Eilu Divril Kim Chaim. The Gemara itself says that there's two Tkufis. There's a Tkuf in Mehen Mohammed's Teninim and Mehen Mohammed's Gagumogig. So Kamenzagin, Ha'ilam Yitain in 531. The Nach is given a thousand years of Mohammed's Teninim. The Nach is given Mehen Mohammed's Gagumogig, Vashar Yemay Samashiach. We'll see in a second what Gegu Magig is. Gegu Magig, essentially, according to the Atzamach Tzedek, according to the Chassidus, and according to the Midrashim, is total kfid in the Eibishter. It's chidav v'gidav klapi ma'ila, worse than Avedizara. It's unlike, it's unlike Avedizara, and it's definitely not like Shittif. It's chidav v'gidav. It denies the Eibishter. It's enlightenment, it's, it's emancipation. It's freedom from God. Okay? So that's the Gedr Advarim. So if you try researching and seeing when did the enlightenment begin? Everyone has different chashboinus. Many people say it began when Christianity had its reformation, which means people stopped believing in the Catholic Church, and they said that everyone could read themselves their own Bible and figure it out what it is. Martin Luther, Yimach uh, Shemoy, he began the Reformation in the year 521. And uh, that, uh, that uh, so if you count from there, the year 15, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, in the year 1521, he made the Reformation. So many people count from that tkufa. So Zayir Zayir Tassad, the Gemara speaks about the year 1531. Hey Allah from Neish And uh, that's actually the year many people were influenced by the Reformation. By the way, most of Americans are not Catholics. They belong to the Reformation. Oh, the, 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 the free thinkers, the, 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 the They call themselves Lutherans because after Martin Luther, Martin Luther was the name of the guy who did it. But the verdict is that there was an alliance made between the princes of Europe in the year 1530. There was one in Maine in 1526, but it was unsuccessful because there was no military backing behind the alliance. Without a military backing, it doesn't mean anything. But all the princes, tons of princes got together and they made an, an alliance in the year 1531, Mamish that year, uh, basically to, to replace the church. They wanted to replace the Holy Roman Empire, like it was called, uh, and... Uh, and even though they were defeated a few decades later by a king, but it was too late already. And at that point, the king, there was too much, it was too much established, the whole, this whole movement. And they made a rule which stands till today in Western countries, in Latin called Cugus Regio Eius, religio. Which means, whoever, wherever your realm is, that's your religion. In other words, freedom of religion. Freedom of religion. You get to, however you think, whoever's the king in their area... That's how the religion follows. And that's what happened in the year 1531. Another Eifan you could say where the Enlightenment began in the year 1531 is that other people counted from uh, the, the big scientists who were coming out and erst with their uh, discoveries. A guy named Nicholas 
Copernicus, you may have heard of him, he's the one who decided that the world is, uh, that everything the world is round and everything surrounding the earth. And a big scientist, he wrote a big book. A lot of, there was a lot of universities then coming out with big things, and he printed his book. He was like the guy who came before Galileo and, uh, and Newton, for those here who know historical history. But it is the Grace of Mention who, uh, who were thinking on their own and coming up with discoveries. So basically, he came up with his Gantzah thesis, this, this uh, Copernicus, in the year 1514. And then he ended up writing his book over the next 15 years. And they say he finished his book in the year 1532. Okay? And the Gemara Ratveg like in the year 1531. So this, the, the historians, they want to say that, that, that they, they want to count the Enlightenment began in the year 1542. Okay? So we're, we're pretty close. The Vart is Azoi. Now, what is what is what is Sanche, what is what is Muhammad's Gagomagi? The Gemara says mehen Muhammad's tini mehen Muhammad's Gagomagi. So, the uh, the Tamasadik is Mazber. He brings a Medrash. The Medrash says, and we quoted it last week. He says, Gagomagi. Without quoting the whole Medrash, the Gagomagi says, Lo asid lavi asid loimar. Shaitim ha'yu wadi shainim. Zakti Gemara. Gagomagi vetzagin that shaitim ha'yu wadi shainim. That the first people fought the Yidin were Shaitan. Why were they Shaitan? So you must ask them, they were fighting the Yidin. They said that's the wrong way to fight the Yidin, Zak Gegomagik. Loi Hayu Yidin, they didn't realize it's Fran Abishra in Himmel. Ani Aini Oisakain, Zakter. I am not going to do that. Allah Harenim is Davig and Patrain Nechila. I'm fighting with the Abishra. I'm bringing the fight straight to God. That's the best way to fight the Yidin is to fight with God, not to fight with the Yidin. And then I'll deal with the Yidin. Then I'll deal with the Yidin. From this comes uh, again uh, uh, a lot of persecution against Yidin. From uh, from anti-God comes anti-Jews. Mm-hmm. For the last few hundred years. But he says, and, and the Medrash finishes, that against the Ebesh and against his Mashiach. Zokter, the Sanchedev is the same clip, uh, Sanchedev and, and Gagomog are the same clip. Sanchedev was made than Amitas Achdusi Yisbarich, be Yoiser, Mikol Evdik, Yechov Mazolis, more than all the Evdik, Yechov Mazolis, Sanchedev. He said, Ani, uh, he quotes Psukim, Chidif, Gidif, be Yoiser, Lahachish, Belikim, Chayim, Sheene, Lekad, Lekaya. To deny the, the living God that he's not a Lekad, Lekaya. Sanchedev made himself a God. And uh, and he says, Klipa Kasha Kazuk may Sanchevil Hoyadaim Bahom Malchev Sariadikhov Umazalsk Mesanev never existed before that. And he says that that's the same clipper as Gegu Mogig. Baatsim, this shaykhis between Sanchev and Gegu Mogig is in Fadish Gemara. The Gemara says that the Abisha wanted to make Khiskiyo Amelech Mashiach and Sanchev Gegu Mogig. Sanchev wasn't a random guy. Sanchev represented Mamish the same clipper. Of Ah Malik. In fact, the Gemara goes on to say, went on to say that the amount of people in his machna was a massive amount, and it says Kena Sidin Lavayim Goig Magig. The Gemara says this is the same amount of people who are going to come with Goig and Magigs just for fun. Last week we made a cheshbon that the Gemara says how many people he had, and the Gemara says 2.6 billion. It's exactly the amount the Gemara says, and we pointed out that the amount of people in the world today whose hearts and minds are captured by Western ideals of emancipation and human liberty and freedom and all the other ideals of the Western world is approximately 2.6 billion people. So it's, it's just that was just for fun. We threw, we threw that idea out there. But now, to bring it home, the Rebbe's Mazbir, the Rebbe's Mazbir in a famous sikha in Chela Chafala, very kedai for everyone to learn Bechal in life, and the Rebbe's Mazbir, this three eifanim of klipa fighting the Eibishter. There's the eifan of Bilam, there's the eifan of Pare, and there's the eifan of uh, Sanchediv. And the Rebbe says that Bilam is sh- shituf, meaning he believes in the Eibishter. He doch, but he also has, uh, 
uh, uh, he believes in shittuf. He also he's not completely bottled today, Bishter. He has his own. He has a struggle with his own yeshus, and uh, and and believing that there's any independence outside of Hashem shittuf. That's Bilam. I can't go against the word of God, said Bilam. Bilam Harasha. They knocked this Pari. Pari is an Avid of Idizarikipshute. Leo Aid of Anias is seen right. He believed in God. He says Hashem is the Abishter. But he's not my God. I have a different God. He's not Ozavavayas Haretz. Abish is not running the world. Other forces are running the world. He believes in nature, he believes in the Nilus, in the Nile, he believes in himself. That's the clip of Pari. And then comes San Khidiv, the Rebbe's Mazber, who denies the whole Matthias of Alikus. Khidiv, Vigidiv, Ainalakadi Alikai, he says the Abish is Nishta Abishter. That's San Khidiv. The Rebbe in that Sikh is Mazber, that who's the worst clip of them all? Pari. Pari. The Rebbe says you can't get worse than Pari. Because Pari, Mamish doesn't care about the Abishter. It's not relevant to his life. He's an Avid Abid Zara. The Abishter is not. Sanchedev, the fact that he's fighting Hashem, and he has to say there's no Abishter, that means he's dealing with Abishter. He has a relationship with the Abishter. He's fighting the Abishter, fine. He's not the worst clipper. Right? So uh, that's what we were Matsya last week, that uh, this Vart, that the, the Tkufas that we spoke about are actually the three clippers that ever speaks about. That until the Tkufa of the end of wor- the world history, so to speak, in the end of the Roman Empire, was the Tkufa of Avidizara, thousands of years. And it was a very Shvetic clipper for the Yidin to break. Mamish, for us to break into their society, that they should mamish take the ideals of Yiddishkeit seriously, of the Tanakh, of, of the idea of the Eibishter, that the Eibishter wants this from you and that from you, and all those concepts. It was mamish a clip of Avid Zara, and, and it was so foreign, they used to laugh. If you look at the Roman uh, emperors, the conversations with the Yidin, very fascinating. They used to laugh at them. They used to say that you guys believe in an invisible, an invisible God. Or they used to even say sometimes you guys don't believe in God. Because for them, God was only a tangible, physical Gashmias. Then there was, there, for the, there was mamish. It was as if there was no effect, for the most part, on the Eved David That's what they were. They were Eved David But then the world became obsessed with God and became very, very Christian and became very, very obsessed with ideas of schad and einish and right and wrong and yeshes versus bittel and all these concepts. And that was the next kuf of the world. There's no question about it. The Middle Ages, obsession with religion, obsession with God, definitely shituf which is the clip of what? After we have Pari, the clip of Bilam. And then you have the clip of What's is the clip of Sanchedev. The clip of They're closer to the Ebeshter than the old pagans. Because first, there's a recognition of God. People are fighting God. They feel they have to fight God. Right? At the end of the day, you can't, there's no, one, the genie's out of the bottle. God is part of a consciousness of the world. And there's a Muhammad on Kegadim Ebeshten. And, uh, and that's, that's that final clip. And the Gemara says this leads to Yemais HaMashiach. This brings us now to the final uh, uh, portion of the Shir, which is the Rabbeim's uh, uh, deal with uh, Tsarfas, with, 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 with friends. So the Vart says, the Rabbeim, you have to realize, the Alta Rebbe hated Napoleon with every fiber of his being and every bone in his body. The, 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 this is the, if I, I have over here the letter of the Mitzvah Rebbe says about him. First of all, he says, Oisei ha'ish Napoleon yamach shemoy. That's what, Oisei People study history, they think Napoleon's a cool guy. I mean, by the Rebbe, he was mamish. Oisei ish, hatsoyder v'reitziach ha'kloli. And uh, he says about the Alter Rebbe on Napoleon, Tachlis Sinis Nesiv. He hated him with the Tachlis Sinis you could have. And he writes, Ki hu hu hasatan. Because he is the very Satan Alain Hamenagid Bukhol has Nagadus of Ra Tatoiv. And 
and fine. And he talks about what his klipa was. He says his klipa was la'abid nefashis la'in misper bli ha'gosha klal klal, a massive murderer, itzeh ha'klali, whatever. And then he says the habayz, the bitla that writes this in the letter, famous letter, it's printed in Beis Rebbe. The habayz ha'geyus v'ha'hisnasus, his geyus, his lifting himself, his nasus, litlois v'lismeich al koycho yigvurasi, to litlois, to hang on and, and to be soimich on his own koycho yigvurah, in the brilliance of his success, and this it says in the pasuk, you lift yourself up like an eagle. He says, and like by Sanchedev, where it says, he lifts himself like and uh, 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 that's the letter of the of the of the Mittler Rebbe, and fa- the famous letter of the Alter Rebbe that the Alter Rebbe wrote to the Moshe Meislish. And I think the background of the letter is that Moshe Meislish, of course, was spying for the Alter Rebbe against Napoleon. And I think the Moshe Meislish wrote to the Alter Rebbe that he doesn't think he's such a bad guy. He's, he's with him, meaning he's, a, but he doesn't see the the the, the evil. So the Alter Rebbe writes a very short letter to him, very interesting letter. And Alter Rebbe writes over there. He says, "Chei Hashem v'chei Nafshi." It's printed in the English of Alter Rebbe. He says, "By the life of God and by my." In other words, he's making a shvuah. This is what they showed me, Momaila, on Musaf of the first day of Rosh Hashanah. This would be in the year Tovkuf and Gimel, 1812. He says, Bonaparte." This is what he writes: that if Bonaparte is going to win the war, Yudam Keren Yisrael, the Keren Yisrael will be uplifted. And the wealth of the Yidin will be uplifted. The Yidin's hearts will be totally removed from the Ebishter. But if Alexander, the, the, the Tsar, wins, the Yidin will be poverty stricken. The Yidin will be connected with the Ebishter. And then he gave him the that to know that he, what, what he's telling him is true, that he's going to pass away soon, and that they're going to start on Gzeda of Kantanistan. So the Alter Rebbe even knew the, 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 the consequences of his actions, uh, the, the czar, the evil czar, and so on. But the Alter Rebbe preferred the Ruchnius of it all. Now, the, uh, the, the, so this is the Klippe, the Klippe of, of Tsarfas. And um, Ad uh, by the way, that this is the Mitzvah Rebbe writes, this is what killed Alter Rebbe. In other words, he was Mason Nefesh for his for this Muhammad, and Mithra Rebbe writes, writes in the letter that because of his goidel of meridus, he ruined his mother, his gal, because uh, because of his unbelievable meridus uh, 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 against um, Bonaparte, against uh, Tsarfas. Now, the, the, the Rebbe Rashab in Simchas Teira, Tafresh Hanivav, the Rebbe brings it in the Sikh and Parshat Vayeshev Numbeis, where he speaks about Tzorfas, a whole Sikh devoted to France. So in Simchas Teira, I involve the, the, the Rebbe Rashab at Gizakt, the following words, he says, Choyfish Begashmias is Choyfish Eichet in Ruchnias. Freedom and emancipation in, in Gashmias is also emancipation, Choyfish, freedom in Ruchnias. And he says, Menzetos Bemuchash from, and where's his Raya? He says, we see this B'muchesh from France and from America. So it's interesting because people are, want to be mechalic between the French Revolution and the American Revolution. So Ken Gorzain, I do believe that the, the founders of America were God-fearing people. And they weren't like the French uh, revolutionaries in the 1780s. However, Pasha B'derch comes out of all the choifish the clip of Tzarfas 
Because that's, that's what the Rebbe Hashem said, the clip of Tzarfas and Das. So the Rebbe read in the Sikha, and now just to give two, three minutes, we're already over time, but uh, uh, just to give two, three uh, minutes so to the Rebbe's Sikha, the Rebbe speaks over there how the Yidin go to every place to be mevarer, every country, that they use the customs of that country and they use that, utilize the country for the, for the, to lift up the sparks, and this is how we bring the Geula. So the Rebbe says that there is a way that you could uh, that you transform the place itself, that the place itself becomes a source of Taita. It's not like it needs an outside source to illuminate it and so on. It itself becomes the mocker of Taita to the rest of the world. So the Rebbe says, al that we see the Uftu, the, the Chiddush of our generations, over the previous generations, why we're going to be, why we have a special Shaykhist to this whole thing, because we see where Mamish established centers in every country in the world, and we're all over the place. And the Rebbe says everything in the world is, is in general, and then Bipratus, it really brought out somewhere in particular. And the Rebbe says Sarfas is the prime example. The Rebbe says we know the Rebbe's Yachas to Tsarfas. And fine. And the Rebbe says the following. The Rebbe says Kiyadu Abedivri Ayomim that the French Revolution in the year 1789, which uh, so he says, was is echad in ideologische mapecha. It was an ideological mapecha. These are the ideas of emancipation, the ideas of the Enlightenment being implemented in reality, in the world. That's what emancipation was: freedom from from dust. The Rebbe said it was an Indian klali. It was a general thing. Was hat mit sich mitgebracht das Shino Ikri in the ganze Welt. They made a Shino Ikri in the whole world. Und sie ist gewen für die Bereus ha Ikriyos, a welches ist gewen aufgebaut geworden die Seides Hanhage von der modernen Welt. This is the foundations from upon which it was built the entire modern world on culture adhayemaza culture to this very day and and fine so the Rebbe says that it, it, but that it, besides all the good that it brought it brought yidashidus and chedus which is a positive thing but it also brought with itself with itself a tsugang from chayfish beduchni a spiritual freedom chayfish from religion for prikasel hefkedus um uh, uh, to the time afterward so. And the Rebbe went on to say that the Rabbeim had a very interesting yachas with Tsarfas, but they didn't work misyachas with it so much. Starting from the Rebbe Maharash, they began to be misyachas. The Rebbe Maharash is the first one who used to do trips outside of Russia. And he went to, he went to France a bunch of times. And the Rebbe Maharash spoke French, and he spoke German, and he spoke Italian. And the Rebbe Maharash went with a trip to the Rebbe Rashab to France. The Rebbe brings, and they had a conversation in French for four hours. And the Rebbe Marash, of course, had the famous story that the Rebbe tells over that he went to the hotel there and he saved that guy, younger man, Yainesach, is mitamtim, don't drink the Yainesach. The Rebbe Marash began, then the Rebbe Rashab went there a lot. But the Rebbe says, when did we go there? Bekviyas Lubavitch, by the Friedrich Rebbe, when he sent his Bnei Bayis, i.e. the Lubavitch Rebbe, our Rebbe. And he went there, Bekviyas, and he was producing Taita there, and he learned there. And the Rebbe even has a Ha'ara where he says, uh, where he has a quote from the Rebbetzin in the Ha'ara. That she told the, the shluchis of Medina Sarfas, that we plowed and sowed, and you guys are reaping the benefits now. And the Rebbe says basically that now you see Bemuchash, the Ebeshter brought recently, basically, didn't move there after the war, and the Moroccan Jews, and, and Lubavitch set up shop, and there were Temchatmim, and, 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 and the Rebbe says that, and, and, and we'll conclude with this. The, the Rebbe says the 770 is begun that it brings out the whole Nukuda. And uh, so the Rebbe says that why are we that that uh, why are we mentioning it now? So the Rebbe says, first of all, you have to be Pesuminisa. But then 
The Rebbe says that the Hakkad of the thanking to Hashem is in Ikri. The reason why Mashiach didn't come by the time of of Sanchev and 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 Chizkiyo, the Gemara says, is because Chizkiyo didn't say Shira. He didn't thank Hashem for what happened. So the Rebbe says we have to thank the Eivishter. We have to recognize what happened here. That the very klipa, the oimeka klipa of Sanchev, of freedom, of democracy, we basically use democracy against itself, kvayachol, to make this, to, to, to transform it, that we are now the ultimate source of Kedusha, that America becomes the source of Kedusha, and France becomes the source of Kedusha. And the Rebbe says the fact that this transformation took place, we have to thank the Abraham, and, and this is totally the Geula, that we recognize the world we're living in now, and the transformation, the way we won the war, or the way we're going to win the war, and I, I think that Rebbe sounds like we did win the war, and, uh, and, and just to conclude with the Geshmak of Vart, the Rebbe says in the Sikha, it's a beautiful sikh, you shall learn it by Yeshiv Tavshin Obeis. The Rebbe says that we, that we took the, the national anthem of France and made it the Nigan. Simchas Teira Tavshin Lamed Dalit. And the Rebbe says, very interesting, that was the national anthem from the, since the year 1792. The moment we took it, Simchas Teira Tavshin Lamed Dalit, Simchas Teira 1973, he said a few months later, the, the French government voted and the country voted that it shouldn't be the national anthem anymore. They chose a different national anthem. They bring in the Ha'adah, Stam that they, they kind of changed it back a few years later. Maybe they didn't like the new one. Whatever. In the 80s, they changed it back. But the Rebbe says, Anes, the Rebbe says, why they change it? Because the Tsar Lamaila saw as Gibbana Chsidshinigin. It's Kedusha. The Rebbe says, so much so that we see, that people sing it, they don't even know that it's the French national anthem. And there's Mamash and Nigin that we get inspiration from and we dance with and we have Chsidsh of with. And the Rebbe says, this Mamash brings down. The Rebbe says that here you see the miracles that people would just open their eyes, they would see the often and nisim happening in our times. So, Kainti Yelena, we should have the Geula, and Dida Notzach, and Uh, Ben Yemaisam Sheikh, Kharamamish.